Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, babies in their diapers, welcome to the Tiberia Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! That's me, Tiberius! Today we're going to talk about some very awesome stuff. We have a video game about bees collecting pollen, a book about kids that can do magic with their friends, and we have a totally awesome guest. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing, Emily Hannah! <laughs> Thank you, Tiberius. I appreciate being here today. You're welcome. And Emily is the executive director of Bike Walk Central Florida. They teach people how to be safe when walking or riding your bike. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate being here. Well, you're welcome. And today, we're going to start off with a video of the week, and this is going to be a swarm. And now it's time for the video game of the week. Today's video game is Honey Simulator. Now, this is on a different platform called Core, and you can get it for free on the Epic Games website. There are hundreds of free games on this system. So, I get into the game and select to play. You have a bee, and you want to collect pollen and do some quests. Wait a second! This sounds like a game that I did years ago, and it was called Bee Swarm Simulator. Well, this game is just like Bee Swarm, except it's not as big of a map. You still get pollen by harvesting it at your hive and get quests from teddy bears, but I did not see any like boss fights or bugs that go after you. You're able to get yourself a pet that finds cookies in the gardens. Also, you can go ahead and buy and upgrade different harvesting tools. Oh, and you can get a new backpack as well at the shop, which can hold more pollen. Oh, and you can have fun playing this with your friends. Yep, I made my dad play for a bit. Four weeks. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. Oh, it is. That, it sounds like fun. Well, I give Honey Simulator 8 out of 10 stars because it's really a lot of fun to relive the experience of Beast Swarm Simulator and start all over again. <laughs> Even though the graphics are better in this game, the gameplay options are better than in the original. Interesting. I'll have to check it out. Thanks, mm -hmm. Tiberius, for telling me about it. Over 40 years, Lighthouse Central Florida has provided education, independent life skills, and job training to thousands of Central Floridians who live with blindness or any degree of vision loss. Whether it's picking your clothes in the morning or just moving around your community and serving Orange, Seminole, and Osceola counties, contact Lighthouse Central Florida at 407-898-2483 or visit them online at lighthousecfl.org. The Tiberia Show would like to thank one of their dedicated sponsors, Custom Designs Orlando. These guys are on Mills Avenue and do all sorts of stuff, ranging from photo ID badges, engraved signs, custom braille ADA signs, vinyl lettering to trophies and awards. The cool part about Custom Designs is they can ship products all over the United States. You can reach them at 407-898-0373 and tell them that Tiberius sent you. Now it's time for the book of the week, The Magic Misfits, The Second Story. This book is written by Neil Patrick Harris. Let me read to the back of the book. In fact, Emily, would you like to do the honors? Absolutely, Tiberius. I would be happy mm -hmm. to. 
So growing up in an orphanage, Lila was bullied for being different, but she turned her hardship into skill by becoming an escape artist, a valuable trait when belonging to a group of magical best friends. When a famous psychic comes to town, however, Lila and her pals won't be able to escape the big mystery heading their way. Whether chasing mad monkeys or banishing ghosts from haunted hotels, these six friends will do their best to keep mineral wells safe, but can they still protect themselves in the process? Ooh. Interesting. Join the Magic Misfits as they discover adventure, friendship, and more than a few hidden secrets in this delightful series. Nice. Sounds interesting. I might have to read this. I mean, <laughs> Well, this is an AR book and it's worth six full points. It's available for fourth grade and eighth month. This is a great book for kids that love magic and getting into trouble, like me. <laughs> so Leela is a girl that is adopted by Mr. Vernon. He is very good at finding and teaching magic. She is going to do a live show with one of Mr. Vernon's friends, Sandra. They used to be in the same school. This is going to be cool. Sandra is a psychic, but can we trust her? Okay, so the show goes well until in one of the acts we find Leela's real biological parents in the audience. So they have to go to court between Mr. Vernon and the new parents. Mm. So Mr. Vernon is not happy about this. Then, after the court situation, they were trapped underground and were trying to get back to Mr. Vernon's magic shop. Wow. And then a big fight broke out between the people and the... Oh, should I tell you more? Well, I can't really tell you everything because it's just like a brief summary. But it was a good <laughs> book. I give the Magic Mistress the second story. 10 out of 10 stars because it was really cool that they formed a team with Mr. Vernon and beat up the bad guys. See, Damien Smith, law.com. You can call him at 407-801-2667. Wait, you are not Chuck. My dad can help when people get hurt. He loves to help If you are ever injured at work or in a car accident, you should call my friend Chuck. You can call him at 407-801-2667. That website again is cwsmithlaw.com. Offices, Orlando. Does it actually have that much W's? <laughs> Mid-State Fire has been providing top quality fire equipment services for three generations to the Central Florida area. Don't wait for an emergency to repair. Call Mid-State Fire today at 407-246-8855. Get your fire extinguishers and emergency lighting for both your home and businesses by visiting www.midstatefire.com That number again is 407-246-8855 It's now time for an interview of an interesting person. Today this is going to be so much fun. Today we have the one, the only, the amazing Emily Hannah. <laughs> Emily is the executive director of Bike Walk Central Florida. This is a great nonprofit that helps people be safe walking or riding your bike down the street. Absolutely. Thank you, Tiberius, for joining, uh, having me join your show and talk to your audience about bike and pedestrian safety. Well, you're welcome. So, first off, how are you enjoying being on the show? So far, I'm enjoying it. You uh, bring a, a a lot of energy and excitement to talk about stuff that, um, you know, we don't necessarily get a chance to communicate to kids very often. So I'm looking forward to talk to you about what it is that I do in this role. Okay. 
So I have interviewed a few executive directors from nonprofits before. What exactly does a bike walk Central Florida do? So Bike Walk Central Florida tries to promote and use um, our network um, and the people that we work with to promote and increase the number of trails and sidewalks and safe places for people to ride their bike and to walk in their neighborhoods and their communities. Okay, so they help people be safer when riding their bike or walking down the street? Absolutely. We try to educate both the parents and children on the importance of looking both ways before you across the street, right? Look yep. left, right, and left again before you cross. But also some other tips and tricks for being safe while cycling, while being on your bike. Because being on your bicycle is a little different than being on your two feet. And so there's different because, things we've got to yeah, try balance. to teach. Exactly. Balance and your speed, right? You go a little faster when you're on your bicycle versus when you're walking on your two feet. I don't know about that. Well, most kids <laughs> most kids go faster on their bikes. Yes, because they have more energy. <laughs> well, what was the coolest thing that you learned while doing this job? So the coolest thing that I've learned about while doing this job is being able to affect change in the neighborhoods and the communities that we live in. So I get to work with people like you, but I also get to work with um, our elected officials, those people that make decisions about where we put the um, money to build our roads and how those roads look like. So I get to work with all the people that are involved with that. I also get to work with our law enforcement or police departments because they have a big job in making sure that our safe that our streets are safe as well so i get to work with them and support their efforts to make sure that people drive that are they're slow and they pay attention to people that might want to cross the road okay well what is the best part about working at a nonprofit the best part about working at a nonprofit is being able to advocate for or promote and try to push the change that you want to see in your community. Being able to have a voice and having your voice heard by the different outlets like you or like okay. going to community meetings and talking to residents about what it is that we're trying to, to promote in the community. Okay. So my dad said you do sting operations with the police. One time it was right outside my studio. Can you tell me more about that? Sure. We uh, First, we don't call them sting operations. Okay. That um, makes it sound like we're trying to trap people. But what we're doing with our law enforcement partners is trying to educate drivers that when a person puts their foot in a crosswalk to try to cross the road, it's the Florida law that they have to yield to that person, stop and let them cross safely. And we find here in Central Florida that we have a lot of drivers that number one, don't know that law, and number two, well, are not paying attention, right? They could have distractions by their cell phone, they're texting and driving. That's why they say don't text while you're driving. Exactly, don't text and drive. It also could be speeding. You sometimes might notice oh, yeah. that your parents might drive a little fast. Well, remind them that they need to slow down. There's people that have to cross the road. Um, 
So we do these um, enforcement operations four times a year where we go around the three counties, so Seminole County, Orange County, and Osceola County, to try to educate people that you've got to yield to pedestrians. You've got to stop and stop your vehicle um, for, for pedestrians when they try to cross the road. Okay. Well, how much is the ticket that... For the cars to go past. It's $164 and three points on your license. Yeah. But here's the here's the most important thing. It's not about the ticket. What if you don't see a pedestrian and you hit them and with then, your car? Then that's life sentence. Right? That's that you're taking someone's life. So it's not just the ticket that we try to tell people why you need to slow down and look for pedestrians. It's, it's to save people's yes. lives, right? <laughs> Kids included. Kids I, included very much. Absolutely. That's why when parents have kids, they instead put, you know, like if they were moving this way and there was a crosswalk, they would put the child on this side. Absolutely. It was coming like to from the left, they put them on the right side. They if shield they them. them. on the right, they put them on the left side. Absolutely. So it's opposite mm -hmm. of each other. They're trying to protect their children. Yep. Instead of like, you know, Putting them in danger. Exactly. Because <laughs> they can't see them. Mm-hmm. So how does the crosswalk operations help keep people safe? So they help keep people safe by educating them. They realize that when they get pulled over by a cop or a law enforcement officer, they, they're a little nervous, right? What did oh, I do yes. wrong? And so at that point, we give them um, some education material, tell them about the Florida statute, which is the rule that says that you have to yield to pedestrians and stop for them in a marked crosswalk. And then we try to just tell them about why we're out there doing that. We also partner with um, the media, so organizations like you, um, also our um, Channel 9, News 13, those types of places so that we can spread the message even even further than just the people that get pulled over. Mm -hmm. Well, did you ever have an operation that did not go well? Knock on wood, so far all of our operations have been very successful. We have educated a lot of people. No one has been injured because we follow very strict and safe protocols to make sure that anybody that does cross the road in these operations do so safely and have the ability to get out of the vehicle's way if there was to be some type like of conflict, car. right? Exactly. Um, if you have a child, then you would say, Run super fast like the wee! <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what was your favorite project with the Bike Walk Central Florida? So my favorite project is probably one that I'd like to tell you about and it's called Bike 5 Cities. It is our bicycle advocacy ride. So we hold a um, one day event where we encourage people to come out and use the trails on their bike so they can see how they can connect to different cities. So that you can take your bike to a restaurant or to a park instead of driving your car. And how we have trails and, running there. and or running, but we have trails and we have safe streets that do allow for people to do that. We just have to show people. You might have to teach me how to ride my bike again. I will teach you how to ride your bike again, absolutely. Especially on concrete. <laughs> Not a problem. Well, what is the one thing that you want my listeners to know about the bike and pedestrian safety? 
The one thing that I think I'd want um, your audience to take away is the importance of slowing down and paying attention when you're a driver. And for kids that are on bikes or on their feet, to make sure you always look both ways before you cross the road. Because you might get hit. Hopefully not. Hopefully yeah. you don't. Hopefully a vehicle sees you and stops. But unfortunately, that's not what that's happens not in not here sometimes. in not here in Central Florida. No. Yeah. So that's what we do is to try to make sure that they do that. Now I read your bio and see that you worked as a development service manager and did building planning. What does that mean? So the development services manager role that I used to have at the city of Castleberry helped them decide where they were going to build things in their community. And then my job was to work with the builders to build it, make sure that it was completed and safe for the built, the, the building itself. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of fun too, I enjoyed it. Well, why do you need to plan cities if they're already built? That is a great question, Tiberius. We are constantly changing the way that our buildings look. New buildings sure. get added. We've got much more growth. More people are moving to Central Florida than ever before. So we have oh, to yeah. plan for where those people are going to go. And if we do it well, then we've also got to look at other services, like where are the schools going to locate? We have to have more park space because we've got more people. Do you do like cars to like stop when they're like trying to you know like stop at a, like a stoplight? Because at my school today, we actually saw a car crash. Really? Yeah. Uh oh. I'm assuming that was because people weren't paying attention, right? Yeah. And I'm glad you used the word crash because a lot of people call those accidents, but they're yeah. not accidents. They're crashes. They're definitely not accidents. No. So, what is the hardest part about working with a nonprofit? The hardest part about working with a nonprofit is to it, really I would say it's the it's the funding. We are always having to fundraise to support the work that we're trying to do. And that takes time. That takes a lot of my time to try to find funding so that we can continue working, find money so we can continue educating people. Um, and so that's often what I do is try to find those that are interested and want to help me continue the uh, the message that we're trying to do and that's making sure that people are safe crossing the road. And so that's probably one of the hardest things to do in a nonprofit is to Ooh, yes. find money, especially now in um, with, with COVID and kind of the um, unfortunate situation that we're in right now. A lot of people are having a hard time, right? Get having money in the, in the first place. So that's probably the hardest yeah. thing. So if you could think of one thing that would make your job easier, what would it be? Probably like self-driving cars. No, self-driving cars aren't going to solve our problems. Um, but what I would think would make the world my job a lot easier if people knew the law. If people knew oh. that they had to stop and yield, I might not have a job, and that's okay. And some people <laughs> might not think that's actually a real law because someone random is telling them. Well, not so much that, but that, that they don't know. There's a lot of rules and laws when you are a driver, right? Mm -hmm. You've got to know what the signals mean. You've got to know what the striping on the ground means. You have to be able to watch around you. Driving a vehicle is a privilege that I think a lot of people today take a little bit of advantage of. Now your bio says that you are also a champion of question. So can you tell me more about that? 
Yes, absolutely. So I show horses. I do. Um, I jump them over jumps, nice. um, and I compete all over the state of Florida. Not the world. That's expensive. Um, but I have gone to uh, New York, North Carolina, I've Kentucky, and I've brought my horse with me. So I've got lots of. Did you ride on your horse there? I did not ride the horse there. No, <laughs> that would have been a long time to oh, get there. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is a one award or achievement that you are most proud of? Well, I think the most proud of an award that I've received is the Orlando Business Journal's 40 Under 40 Award, okay. which Orlando Business Journal gives out that award to individuals that are under 40 years old that are making a big commitment and, and impact in their community. Mm -hmm. And um, I worked at the city of Castleberry, and they gave me that award for the work that I did bringing in um, projects and building the city and doing it sustainably, making sure that it's green and and we can mm -hmm. keep building and keep growing so that's what that's probably a really proud award that I I'd like to mm -hmm. like to share well what is the crazy situation that you have run into while doing your work the craziest situation I've had a couple so I'll pick one um, we had um, Oftentimes when we're doing our enforcement operations with our law enforcement partners, there are people that get pulled over that are not happy that they got a ticket. Oh. And I often get yelled at. About that. Um, I often get, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I get yelled at often, um, and I've actually had someone argue with me about that this is not how they do it in Texas. And we had a 30-minute conversation about how Texas does it. And I was like, well, sir, we're not in Texas. We're in Florida. We're in Florida. <laughs> we're in Florida. Um, Florida, we have these very strict laws. Absolutely. And in Texas, if you don't have them, well, if you're a Texas driver, I want to scoot, scoot. <laughs> and learn. <laughs> well, is there anything else you think my listeners should know about you? Not so much about me, but I'd like your listeners to know about our event on October 30th called Bike 5 Cities, where we are showing riders that want to ride their bike where they can do so comfortably on trails. And so it's a five-mile ride for families to come out and enjoy the Katie Way Trail in the city of Orlando. So I encourage you I'm to come out and join. I'm going to have to go slowly. Absolutely. Well, do you have a Facebook for my listeners that want to follow you? I do. So we have a couple different Facebook pages, one of which is for Bike Walk Central Florida. So just look up Bike Walk Central Florida on Facebook or at Bike Walk CFL on Twitter, or you could use the hashtag iBikeWalkCFL. We also have a social media page for our Best Foot Forward pedestrian safety program, and that is Best Foot Forward on Facebook or at Best Foot Forward CFL on Twitter. Also use the hashtag IY4Peds. Um, that is the hashtag that we use that tells people that you do yield for pedestrians. Okay. What is the one question that you think I forgot to ask you? Um, maybe the question that why do you, why is making sure our streets are safe important for somebody to do for a job? Well, why? Well, it's important because we are essentially um, killing our neighbors and the and kids, oh, your friends, my friends that try to cross the road. Could. 
So we've got to do a better job about making sure that, mm -hmm. that we know that they're there as a driver and then making sure that as a pedestrian, somebody that's walking or somebody that's using the bicycle, that they're crossing at marked intersections where it's safe for them to cross and always try to look both ways and make eye contact with the driver before you cross the road. Okay. Well, thank you, Emily, for being my special guest. Can you stick around for Math Corners? Absolutely. I'm not good at math, but I'll try. Okay. <laughs> Oak Ridge Gun Range is a family-oriented shooting range that has been in business for over 30 years. They specialize in basic firearm training and offer numerous services such as consignments, gun trades, gunsmithing, and concealed weapon classes. I even got my training for gun safety at Oak Ridge Gun Range. Great customer service and firearm safety is what they do best. So find out more at oakridgegunrange.com. The Tribea Show would like to thank Boggy Creek Airboat Adventures for being one of our sponsors. I got to go on an airboat and saw a real gator. I even got to go to the gem mine and mine for some gems. We ate a steak dinner at the restaurant and even got some gator rights. If you want to have a blast with the entire family, I suggest you go to www.bcairboats.com right now to get your tickets today. The website again is bcairboats.com. Tiberius's favorite subject, it's Math Corners! Thank you, Emily, for helping me with Math Corners. Today, we're going to talk about dividing fractions. I have been doing my IXL.com math exercises, and we got into a number of problems that, has, that have to do with dividing fractions. So most people know that you how to multiply a fraction, but what if I told you there's a special trick that, so that you can divide fractions easily? Let's say we have 3 over 5 divided by 1 over 2. Now what I have to do is I take the top of the first number and times it by the bottom of the second. So 3 times 2 is 6. So the top of my answer will be 6. Now I take the bottom of the first number and times it by the top of the second. So 5 times 1 is 5. So the bottom number is 5 making the answer 6 over 5 or 1 and 1 fifth. So some will say that you can just take the second number and flip it and then just multiply it, and that works as well. But it is easier to do my trick because <laughs> since it does not require paper or altering the page with numbers or the answer on it. You can just circle or cross out the numbers that you have multiplied and put down the answer. Well, this makes dividing fractions so much easier to deal with. So Emily, do you know all about how to divide fractions? I do. I know a little bit about dividing <laughs> fractions. But thank you for your trick. Now I know an easier way of doing it. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for your help with Math Corners. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bump. Give me bump. Bumps. Perfect. And now it's time for the heart of a line. As you know, we talk about the qualities of living by the heart of a lion, which stands for leadership, integrity, obedience, and nobility. This week, we're going to talk about obedience. For me, I think obedience is being fully committed to doing what is pleasing to God. The qualities of obedience are compliance with a good attitude and respect for the laws. You know when someone is obedient when they follow instructions willingly and thoroughly. I have a real problem with going to bed. 
I try everything to stay up. First, I sneak in my mom's bedroom and try to watch TV. After my mom gets upset, I will go to my bed and either hide a book in the bed or have Alexa play music that I want to sing to. Then I will grab some toys and play with them while I'm in bed, but I won't go to sleep. <laughs> well, I'm supposed to try to go to sleep and to do so on time. I don't like making my mom upset, but I also don't like going to sleep. So this is a real problem. Now my dad is giving me timeouts away from my computer that matches the time I'm not in my bed. But the good news is that I'm doing a lot more reading. <laughs> so Emily, did you see or use obedience at all this week? Absolutely, Tiberius. I try to use those virtues that you described as the heart of the lion, including obedience, on a daily basis with what we do at Bike Walk Central Florida and then also with being obedient and patient with my horses at home. Mm -hmm. Well, of all the heart of the lion virtues, which is your favorite? Um, obedience probably is a good virtue that I think might be my favorite. I think being willing participant and understanding the importance of following the rules is one of the things that I think is most important in what we do today. Well, we should always try and be lion strong in everything we do, shouldn't we? Absolutely. Hey, what's your show, folks? I'm gonna think, oh, hey, amazing. Emily Anna for being on my show. It has been so much fun talking with you today, and I hope in the future to see one of your crosswalk events in person. Maybe even walk the crosswalk with you sometime. Absolutely, Tiberius. I would love to have you join us for one of our enforcement operations, and hope to see you out for Bike Five Cities October 30th. And also, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Tiberius Show. And please be sure to visit The Tiberius Show on YouTube and subscribe. Also, be sure to listen to us next week on The Tiberius Show with your host, Tiberius Boy! <laughs> the Tiberius Show is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. Executive producer, Joseph Boy. Production editor, Pierre Laguerre. Green Room manager, Danny Boy. And your program host, Tiberius Boy! The Tiberius Show is copyright 2018.